Hello! Welcome back to Telly's TPI Talk, the series where I get to discuss all things TPI. Welcome back, guys. How has your week been? Mine's been pretty good, not gonna lie. So I should probably make this clear, but this is the penultimate episode of TPI Talk Season 1. Yes, folks, we've made it to the end of the first season. As I said at the start of this season, there was only going to be 8 episodes. I consider this the test run season. Next season, and yes, there will be a next season, there's definitely going to be more episodes, and there's a high chance that this show will not be airing weekly, and probably be airing bi-weekly, because airing on a weekly basis is stressful. (laughs) But that aside, we've made it to the end of the season. Next week, after this episode, will be the finale. And boy, do I have a really awesome final topic for you. But we'll get there when we get there, don't worry. We have to focus on this episode. And for this episode, we have the very first special guest of TPI Talk joining us. Later on, he'll be joining me in discussing today's topic. We should probably get there first. Thanks so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Before we get started with today's discussion, let's look at two to three responses from last week's TPI question. So last week, I asked you all the following question. If you have a TPI, do you plan on having romance in it? If yes, do you yourself like romance as a genre in any capacity? And here's some of the responses you provided. Poisonclaw64 responded with, Honestly, romance will be 9 times out of 10 in a TPI, because it just seems like it could add more storytelling for characters and development. However, this can be a double-edged sword, as a character in a romance could easily just be made for a romance. Might be guilty. After one character is gone, the other character basically has nothing to do at all, and it's just a piece of cardboard. I feel like if you want to have romance, your character should have character first, then have a romantic interest. Yep, that's really all I was getting at if we just wanted to end the romance episode in just a few minutes. (laughs) I agree with that completely. Thank you for your response, Poison Claw. Infinite Master 64, back at it again. And this week, he gave me one of my favorite responses. He responded with, In my TPI, there will be slash is romance. It was always my intention to have some light romance here and there. But never forget that it's just part of the greater whole. Those who watch my series, you'll know what the romance is and what pitfalls I've dealt with when writing it. Now, I also do like romance as a genre. It's just nice to watch characters be able to get to know each other and get to a point where they want to start dating, as well as watching that relationship unfold, because that's just as important to the genre as the getting together part. I'm kind of mad that he came up with this and I didn't bring it up in the episode itself. But yes, bringing characters together is fantastic, but I also like it when we can explore the couple together already. Not many shows do that, and I'd love to see more of that. That's a cool idea, because there's a lot more to romance than just bringing them together. What about their time together? What about that? What about this couple that keeps them together? Thank you for bringing that up. And I wish I had brought it up myself, but that's neither here nor there. Thank you, babe, for your response. And finally, Slow Star Reggie Gigas responded with, Yes, I do like romance, and I do plan to put in a few romances in total Pokepelago, even a love triangle. I'm okay with romance as a genre, while in TPIs, romances can be hit or miss. 
There's your Incineroar's Xdeli birds. For those of you who don't know, it's a reference to cross country. But there's also bound to be your insert bad TPI relationship here. And while I haven't written romance that many times, I am willing to try to write it in Total Pokepelago. But I do know not to put too many relationships in, and I know to steer away from instant relationships, unless it holds some sort of side effect for later episodes. Yes, and I'm glad you already see that. So I'm wishing you nothing but the best with your show. Thank you for your response, Lowstar. Okay, now let's dive into today's discussion. Eliminations and how to execute them. So, eliminations and how to execute them. What an interesting topic to discuss on the penultimate episode. Funny enough, this topic was suggested by a fan. Earlier in the season, I had asked people in Discord to recommend some topics that they'd like to hear in TPI talk, and I chose this one as the first one. This one was recommended by PK Rocker, and I decided I wanted to put this specific topic in the season because I felt if I'm going to do this first season, I need to have some really on-the-ball topics, and Eliminations is definitely one of those. However, I will not be doing this episode alone. As I said at the start of this episode, I have a special guest today. He also does reviews, be it TPIs or related to object shows, but he doesn't just do that. He also has his own TPI in the making. Essentially, it's a remake of his older TPI. However, he's also pretty good at what he does as well. He also reviewed my show at one point. His name is Alodahan, or Aloda, whichever name you hear first or know him by. He will be joining me in today's discussion. In a moment, you're going to hear him and I discuss everything related to eliminations, which is why this introduction to the topic is more so an introduction to us just discussing and letting you know what we're about to do. So, with that being said, I hope you guys enjoy this lovely discussion, and I will see you guys later for this week's TPI question of the week. Okay, showtime! Okay, so what we're basically going to be talking about here are eliminations and how to execute them well or how one could execute them well. There's no specific way on how to do it. Everyone's got their own way of doing it. So these are all suggestions and such. And know that whatever we're saying will not lead you to perfect eliminations every episode because that's just not possible. Trust me, I should know. So hopefully everything we say here just helps you along the way. And of course, as I said, I have a special guest. Introduce uh, yourself. Uh, hi, I am Aloda. I am also a guy who reviews TPIs, but doesn't watch enough of them. You know, that seems to be a trend for all the guests that appear on my channel, but that's neither here nor there. I have time that is free, but not that free. We all have time that's technically free, but really we're just sitting around doing not much because... You know, a certain virus has decided to keep us all indoors. There's, there's a little one, but probably small, won't, won't be much. Yeah. So, eliminations. Now, mm-hmm. I've seen my fair share of eliminations over the last ten-something years while watching TPIs. And I've seen a lot of good ones, a lot of middle-of-the-road ones, and just a lot of bad ones. I have also seen eliminations, but not that much, but I have seen good ones and bad ones. Ones in professional TPIs that oh, yeah. aren't even TPIs. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So, in general, I think, well, overall, I think eliminations, for me personally, are 
well, obviously, they're one of the most important parts of the show and just episodes in general. And I think this because at the end of the day, that's the last thing you're going to see technically in any of the TPIs. So naturally, you want it to be, you know, something big, something Good. something special, something decent, because you just went through an entire episode just to see who's going to get themselves sent away. And whether that episode was good or not, your elimination should, you know, be an example of what exactly happened today. Of course. And honestly, over the years, I've seen a lot of different ways that people go about eliminations, whether it be, you know, something along the lines of a pointless elimination or... A double one. Well, yeah, we have we've had double eliminations. I can't even no, can't eliminations even... at the start of the episode. Or my favorites, and by favorites I mean not my favorites, the ones where the character gets unfairly sent away because oh no, they did a thing in that episode. They're suddenly they're suddenly noticeable, and now they're gone because that makes perfect sense. Ooh. I love that. I love when a character who we probably didn't know about for the last, let's say, give or take seven episodes, as an example, finally decides to do something, and the one time they do, one of the following things happens. They're the cause of the loss, they suddenly sabotaged, or they did a thing that involves an antagonist, and because that antagonist does not want to be revealed, they get themselves sent away. Oh, kind of like Magby and uh, Nikki's TPI. <laughs> oh, yes, because that makes perfect sense. We love that. We love it when a character who suddenly is noticeable gets sent away the one time they're finally important. It's Especially if it's through the hypnotism, a dead trend. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad hypnotism died. Hell, I'm glad I stopped using it back in Pokemon Legends. Yes, folks, for those, of you who, for those of you who don't know, I used it back in Pokemon Legends. It was a thing. I'm not entirely sure why even I used it, but it was a thing that happened, and I'm kind of glad most of us let it die. Even I wouldn't consider doing that. I did a cliff diving, cliff diving challenge for my first challenge ever TPI. I mean, I don't think I did a cliff dive for any of my first challenges, so... Yeah, guess... at least not that stale. <laughs> Out of ideas. Like, I was at one point. I mean, if you want to be fair, I, I, I had the contestants jump out of a plane, like, several times. Oh, same both, here for our first episode. Both in the original that's... and the reboot. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm sure someone's probably asking, like, Tally, do you have a thing with people jumping out of planes? I'm like, first of all, I'm afraid of heights, so no. Second, it was, it's an easy and effective challenge, so leave me alone. It's also a way to segue, because it's in a plane to get to the ground, but not in a boring way. And it's also an easy way to let the contestants know that if they don't jump, they could be sent away. Which, I don't, yeah. think, it, I don't think anyone's gone through with them not jumping and then getting sent away. because I would love to see a death and die. That would be a great first elimination. <laughs> I don't think I want to see any death in a TBI. <laughs> I don't... I, I, die in the plane crash. Oh god, that, I just feel like they'd be in such poor taste. Ah. Uh, but yeah. It would, it would the, be an unpredictable elimination, I'll say that. <laughs> I mean... 
you'd be giving creepy giving credit for being i guess original but at the same time <laughs> i'd wonder what's going on in your head i mean so if that's the trade-off you want people to think about that's fine more power to you okay i might have to do some rewrites on my pile <laughs> oh, jesus christ <laughs> Well, it is called Pokemon Insanity, so... If I it mean, does... it was, my first episode had a plane crash, but no one died, except for the pilot Arbok. I did not work, he just didn't exist after that cameo. Damn, F in the chat. Damn, F in the chat for the fallen pilot. Yeah. You, hate to, the, you hate to see it. The fallen pilot in the fallen pilot. Damn. Symbolism, ladies and gentlemen. But speaking of first challenges, let's talk about first boots because, honey, I got Ooh, much I have to say about first boots. I, I I have a note here. Um, I hate seeing this. Do not like if your first boot is obvious. Don't drag the elimination out for suspense. Oh my like, god! Like don't let the full yes. music play. Like the music they always do. Don't let that full thing play. I swear, I hate seeing it. It just makes me want to skip it all. Like, I know who's eliminated. Stop doing suspense. You know who's eliminated. Why are you doing this? Yeah, see, I don't, like, if if the first elimination was set up to be this dramatic thing where we, we may have a clue who's going, and there's, like, two people who are very clearly up for grabs, fine. Put your dramatics into play. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. But if we already know who is the first boot... And you're making a big deal about it, but we already know because you've made it no secret that they're gonna go. I don't think it's necessary to be super dramatic with it, because at that point, we know who's gonna go. Especially if you spent the entire pilot making it abundantly clear they're gonna go. I, I mean, hey, do you have a twist of the character who didn't do anything that's gone? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've Oddish had that. I've seen a few shows go about the route of, oh, this character could do something. Oh, they're gone. I think Bayo's TPI did that with Evie. Yeah, I think I did that. <laughs> yeah, Bayo's TPI did that with arguably one of the more used type of contestants in TPIs and sent them home first without oh, rhyme or reason. And it was freaking brilliant. <laughs> Oh, and our thing, first boots. I hate first boots that are one jokes. Yeah. Because, okay. Yeah, I can agree to that. I, it's just like, okay, they have one joke. They're obviously gone first. That just makes it abundantly clear. You do not want to write this character. You don't feel like writing a character. Just give him one joke. Yeah, and, and to be clear, folks, there's nothing wrong with a one note or one note gag character at all. I think. What I, I just think, if you're going to have them be that one note and be that gag character, I don't know, maybe try to do some, a little something with them, even if they're still one note. Cause, Give them something to do. Yeah, and anything, really. And I am guilty of this with my first boot, and I'm not making the same mistake again, I will say that. I have a few one notes myself, and admittedly, they left early because that was the point. For example, when Cherim left... The whole point of her leaving was because people didn't like her, so that's what... But I... The difference is I spent an episode making it clear that people don't like her. And, you know, at the same time, I set up the idea that maybe she won't be the only one getting sent away. And that's another thing. I think it's important to give the first boot, and really any character, just a little bit of time to, you know, 
feel like they're on the show. So getting oh, rid yeah, of them in nice. getting great. rid of them in the first episode, I just don't think that's the best idea. I'm not really a fan of first episode eliminations. They just feel kind of rushed. Yeah, very rushed and just kind of out there. I was hoping that maybe you could go a little further and, you know, give them at least a little I'm, bit of time. I mean, that's the uh, first episode, not first episode, not eliminated, seem to be more popular now. Oh, yes, definitely. And I'm happy about that. I'm really happy about that. That's a thing I was really hoping for. Just that's something I was advocating for for the last couple of years. Just you don't need to do and, the elimination in the very first episode. And it only took to the bad year for it to happen. <laughs> Oh, how convenient. Oh, Where there's bad, there's good, I guess. I suppose. <laughs> I'm just happy that uh, we've gotten rid of the whole, hey, we should send someone in, away in the first episode. Because oh, it, it just feels tedious. And mm -hmm. it feels like there's a lot more work on your plate if you're trying to send someone home and literally introduce everyone, especially if you have a giant cast. Another thing. Um, if you're going to make a twist and not have like, the easy first boot not be eliminated, have the latter character make sense to be eliminated. Because I see eliminated that like trying to do a twist of, oh, you thought the character who lost was going to do it. Nope, it's the character who did nothing. <laughs> that is true. I hate those more than first boot eliminations, honestly. Oh, yeah. That I can Yep. Because, like, if you're going to do a twist like that, make it have sense. I r r r said that wrong. <laughs> Basically, make it make sense when it comes down to it. Yes. How do you think it makes sense, even if it's a first boot joke? Yeah. So, if, if your first elimination is going to be sort of a joke, I say... You know, Go all the way with it. Don't make it that suspenseful. Yeah. Don't, don't take it too seriously if it's going to be a joke elimination. I think a perfect example of a semi-joke elimination, I don't know if it was supposed to be seen this way, but um, the new pilot um, by Mr. Leafy called Surviving the Climate. Right, um, yes, that. See, that, <laughs> oh my would, God. See, I that, that one. See, that one. See, that was played up for laughs. At the same time, it was sort of taken slightly seriously. Um, I have my mixed opinions on the elimination, only because I loved... Ursaring, but at the same time, I loved his exit. It was perfection. I'm just glad he did not have any suspense for it. I was worried. Yeah, I'm glad that it wasn't like super suspenseful, but Oh I'm... like the last thing goes to no 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 this character. Yeah, I was happy about that, but at the same time it felt like he was going in that direction. So it was kind of a I was kind of mixed on it because the elimination felt like it didn't know what it wanted to do. It, like, wanted to be funny, but it also wanted to be like, oh, let's be dramatic. I'm like, well, make up your mind, because either way... Go all the way with one area. Just mm -hmm. don't go all the way with one area. Don't try to mix the two. I, Unless you can. If you can mix the two, also. Like, had the elimination itself be funny, but have a twist in the end be dramatic, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, of course. Like, you can mix the funny and the dramatic all in the same elimination many folks have done it it's a thing that you can definitely do if you want to I, I think a good example well not referring to first boots but just eliminations in general um if you remember an abandoned episode i've been to series recently so i would remember 
No, so, not episode title. It, <laughs> not no, by episode number. <laughs> so it was the episode that Derek and Darren got eliminated. Yes, I love that one. <laughs> See, that one was great because not only did they realize what they were doing was wrong, but they evolved, but they realized that was a mistake because now they have a third brother. And then I'm like, oh, oh that's rough. <laughs> I'm like, have they suffered enough? <laughs> they not, on, they, not only did Darren, I think it was Darren, lost his girlfriend in the same episode, but he also <laughs> now got an extra brother after fighting with his other brother, and now they have to deal with that guy. And I'm like, that's rough. Who is very strict. <laughs> I was like, this episode, this elimination is sort of dramatic, but at the same time, it's funny as hell. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you can mix the two. It's, it's, you can yeah. do that. And now I'm in an order, I, that was in an order I did not expect. I don't know what you can do to dramatic and to funny. I mean, it, I don't I know mean, what you can do in that order. You can, like, it, the order is whatever. Like, you can start out being funny and lead into dramatics, though I haven't seen anyone do that. I've just seen more of a dramatic and funny blend, and I don't think the order really matters too much. I don't know. I suppose, but, but I guess it's harder to do dragged and funny. Kind of probably make it feel like a total tonal shift. Yeah, I think that's yeah. one of the things. Um, admittedly, Total Drama succeeded at in its earlier seasons, where mm-hmm. you had a mixture of the funny and the dramatic. I'm trying uh, to. Uh, I think one. Uh, of- I think one of the I think one of the best ones probably goes to Tyler's elimination in the first season. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I felt so bad for him, the fact that they ended it Keeping off with it him the, the fact where they ended it off with him on that boat with the chickens, I'm like, oh y'all did him dirty, but that was brilliant. <laughs> oh, I also love Izzy's first elimination. Oh yeah, that was a, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a great build up oh, too. Yeah, that's a and that pay that was a good payoff. <laughs> I oh, love that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, total drama. Yeah, don't do it like that no more. That that was good. <laughs> it has a good track record of elimination. Makes up for world tour. It does. It really does. Even though I love world tour, let's let's not. It, yeah, Izzy's elimination there was. Yeah. We don't talk about that. It, it wasn't much of an elimination at all. <laughs> but yeah. Um, on the subject of pre-merge boots, let's talk about pre-merge boots. Ooh, okay. Um, I got I guess I got for all my notes. Okay, here we go. Okay, I have a first one. Make the good majority of the cast who are going to be eliminated first entertaining or interesting. Have more mm-hmm. than one personality trait, so that way they feel like they deserve to make it that far, but not too far. Yes, so... One of the big gripes I have with pre-merge boots, and I'll probably discuss this in the next episode of TPA Talk, that's your only hint, ladies and gentlemen, as to what my final topic is. But Ooh. what I'm going... But I have an issue with pre-merge boots where... Maybe it's just me, but I see a character who is very clearly super important, and... Each time they're put at risk, you just know they're probably not going to go because they have too much plot tied to them. But for some reason, some reason, the creator keeps putting them down at the bottom, making us think they're going to go. It is the most annoying thing. And they put it next to a character who very clearly fricked up that episode, too. But they're clearly going to go because they have nothing else to provide in the entire season. 
it is the most annoying thing. Like, we get it. Yeah. You like this character and you like putting them at risk, but you can do so much more with them that doesn't involve putting them down at the bottom oh, every freaking episode. The same, it's the same character in the final two, too. Yeah, exactly. They will be down at the bottom. They will be at risk. Like, I don't mind them being at risk, but if you consistently do it, we're going to take a hint and mm. realize that they're important, and obviously you don't want to get rid of them. So why keep doing it? Also, another thing, um, when it comes to, like, returnees, if you're going to eliminate a character and then return them, like, two episodes later, just don't eliminate them. It... Unless they have, like, a pure motivation to want to come back, you know? Right! Right! I think... This is what... And that... I hate that so much because... Obviously, because we are inspired from Total Drama, our source material for the most part, mm -hmm. they are inspired by the fact that Eva and Izzy just kind of came back because they came back. Oh, and it's oh, annoying. Oh, another thing. Return needs to get eliminated the episode they return. Not yeah. a common thing, I think. Um, but, it was a common thing in the early days of TPI making, but it's died, so... Thank Re God. Returnees in general hasn't really been a thing in TPIs as much, with the exception of, say, Abandon and Island Strikes Back. Though, huh, those are two things I watched. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> Island Strikes Back managed to do it in a way that's connected to the game, like that whole wheel... The event wheel, mm -hmm. that was the reason a character came back. Abandon did it because we needed four characters back because because bringing, because bringing we didn't have enough contestants, so we had to bring them back ten episodes in for some reason. Huh. I'll never, yeah. I will never understand that, but for more on that, folks, just go watch the Gemcast episode on Abandon. I'm not going to talk about that here. I did watch that all two hours. <laughs> um, it shows the, the the podcast has three hundred views. So I actually, did, I believe I actually that. did watch it after I finished the season. <laughs> huh. Hmm. Anyway, um, <laughs> at the end of the day, folks, if you're going to make it clear that a character is important, just you can have them at risk if you want. That's fine. It makes us think that they might go, but. Don't consistently do it. That doesn't help your case at all. Oh, another thing? Um, have, like, if you're gonna have a character be gone, have it leave some sort of impact, at least a little bit. Like, say, a character had a bond with another character, or the character is now alone or something, you know? Or, yeah. like, they were once a team leader, now they're gone. Yeah, 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 I get... A little bit of, like, what's the word? An impact, something like that. Actually, Island Strikes Back did something like this. Now, Island Strikes Back's really good about this, where it's really unpredictable as to who the hell's gonna go. Now, I don't think anyone wanted Heracross to leave. That hurt. It hurt hard. It's pretty because I didn't know it. <laughs> yeah, so... As in I didn't watch it. Oh, well, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks well, for spo <laughs> well, heads up, if you're gonna like the- I guarantee- well, heads up, you're gonna like the character at the start, and he's probably gonna go, so- I did, I- I- I watched a little bit, but not that much. <laughs> yeah, um, um, Matt's really good at, uh, sending people home that we really freaking like, at- no, at, like, at all of a sudden, and it hurts. It hurts 
like it's, hell. It's like when a show like kills off a character and then shows their backstory beforehand. Well, I, it's not much of a show of backstory. The character themselves. No, they're like you like the character now, but now it's gone. Yeah, it's sort like, of that. Yeah. It's sort of like oh, this character's really freaking good, but you wouldn't expect them to go because they're important. Like this is one of the most important characters, and then they're just gone. Like, I think as of episode 19, he did the same freaking thing. He's done the same thing for the last five episodes. I'm still shaking over over that. I really wish I had a kind of set of eliminations. It's like... But, I mean, I'm only on episode five right now, so... Yeah, like, the pre-merge eliminations in Island Strikes Back are by no means perfect, but my goodness, they got better over time. And it's especially true in the double digits. Ooh. Lord have mercy what's, what the 20s are going to bring us, because, yeesh, that second half of the teens were... Okay, well, I don't know how far in you are in into ISB, but I... I'm just I gonna... think I'm at episode 10. Okay, so I'm just going to give you a heads up now. 11's going to break you, and that's all oh, I'm cool. going to say. <laughs> 11's elimination <laughs> is going to break you. Cool, I love that. I remember how pissed off I was at episode 11, but looking back at it, I'm like, that was a damn good elimination. Wait, you said, like, a point character that you never expect to go goes? Yeah, it's like, 11 starts okay. this trend of characters good- leaving, and that you really don't expect, and it just keep and he just keeps finding ways to shock us with certain characters that... You really thought they were going to go further because they had so much plot, but it was cut short because that's the game. I think I remember like elimination that like Pantheon's elimination and abandoned. Oh yeah, that was um oh boy. So did not cut down. That was the first time I've ever shocked in the TPI in a while. <laughs> I was pissed off about that elimination so much. Panzer had it coming. Let's not get it twisted. But I was just so angry because he was one of my favorite characters. I mean, I I I, I watched the Left Behind thing and I get why he did it, but oh <laughs> yeah, it's one of those it's one of those moments where you're like, damn it, I didn't want you to leave, even though it makes too much sense. Uh, but it's funny because the same episode Vivalon left, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Who? Her? Bitch? She was not. <laughs> bitch? She was forgettable. <laughs> but you so, can't do it like that. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. Like, well, I guess we can jump right into double eliminations when bringing up pre-merge boots. That's another thing I have an issue with. If you're gonna do your double eliminations, please, for the love of God, just make sure they both make sense. Don't have one be the super shocking one, and then the other one be this one where you're like, huh? That's a difficult balancing act, but here's my tip. Don't do double elimination. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that too. But if you're going to do it, at the very least, find a way to have a balance. Because that's my biggest gripe with Abandoned's double eliminations. I'm only going to briefly touch on Abandoned, folks. Don't worry. Um, so, episode 10, where it was... It was Snivy, right? Yeah, Snivy. Yeah, because she came back. Yeah, because she came back in 11. So her leaving in that moment was great. Now, I have my mixed feelings on her coming back, but her elimination was phenomenal. I wish it had stayed that way because the impact was strong. Of course. And then I think Fennekin also left that episode. Who? Yeah, yeah, that about about sums up Fennekin. (laughs) Um, who are you? <laughs> yeah, um, just 
one mattered and one didn't. And I think the double eliminations of Abandoned prove that you kind of need to have a balance. And that's kind of why I didn't like the double elimination in 15. Panzer leaving was whatever. I'm still angry about it, but it happened. Whatever. It was big. It happened. It was important. Sure. But Vivalon leaving... That literally contributed it, to nothing. It sounded like two, two separate eliminations entirely. I think the only I mean, thing that, I think the only thing that contributed to Vivalon's send-off was when um was the fact that Munchlax was one ally down. And you know, that's fine, but then Munchlax gets sent away in a double elimination himself, and that one still bugs the ever living hell out of me. I will never ah. get. I will. I'm just. I'm just so furious at that one elimination. Christ. But. But back to the generalized. Generalized topics. Um, my thing is that like when character leaves, you should feel their presence gone. Yeah. At, uh, at somewhat. Like if, if you don't feel presence gone, that's a forgettable character. <laughs> yeah. So. Or, yeah. It should. You like. You, you don't need to feel every single freaking emotion when they leave because, or you shouldn't should feel it for like every character. Of course, exactly. some are forgettable. Yeah, it's like, but you... at least have have the contestants feel their presence gone somewhat. Exactly. If we don't feel it, at least make sure the contestants feel it in universe, so it has some sort of after effect. Like, say an episode takes like three months to come out, and you forget about the elimination. How many episodes reference it in some way? Exactly. I don't know if a lot of people notice this, and I'm going to bring myself up, but the reason episode 10 was such a big deal and entered the zone was because of how things went down at that bonfire. So naturally, the one thing you want to, the one thing you expect in the next episode were the after effects. And that's pretty much what I did for like the first five to six minutes. I was just doing a lot of after uh, aftershock of how everyone felt about the elimination. Because even though you knew who left, the fact is, people were hurt in that instance. I always try to make my contestants, every time they leave, have some sort of impact to one character. Whether it be a bond, or that being a team leader, or like, something, you know, alliance or something. Yeah, so... One character should feel the impact. Mm-hmm. So if for some reason, and I don't know why, but if for some reason... You're, the characters aren't feeling things after the fact, that is a problem. And that is sort of an issue I have with some of Island Strikes Back's eliminations, funny enough. I love the eliminations for the most part, but some of them didn't really have any after effects or results of what could have happened. And, and that's something I was... And that's something... I'm hoping to see more of as we go, because according to Matt, episode 20 onward is going to involve a lot of things hitting the fan. And considering 15 through 19 already started things hitting the fan, that is concerning. Cool. I know. Thank you for, thank you for keeping us in suspense. Basically, well, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep telling you, 11 onward is going to break you. <laughs> especially know, especially episode 15. Especially episode 15. Ah, uh, yes. The, the tension is rising. Listen, 15 is easily one of Island Strikes Back's best episodes. It had no right to be that good, but it was. Mm, well, I mean, I don't know, it hasn't been a year since I watched, binged Levy's TPA. So, what, what a great parallel to do that, to binge his show. Ah, uh, yes, Levi's TPA. 
So you're probably going to love hearing this. So whenever I... So back back when Levi's TPA was still airing, R.I.P. Levi's TPA, um, I had reviewed the first few episodes on DeviantArt when I was still doing episodic oh, reviews. I those. And for those of you who probably read those, the Bye. one thing I kept bringing up for like seven episodes straight was that he needed to take it slow and actually make his eliminations matter and really mean something. Because as much as I love Levi's show, and I love it, the one flaw in his world tour season was that the eliminations, save for maybe the sudden death ones around the final ten, were very rushed and didn't make much of a difference. And even and, and the thing is, I cared about the characters, but I didn't get enough time to care about them when they were sent away, so it's like, okay, what am I supposed to do now? I'm just kind of sitting here with just kind of sitting here with my thoughts wondering they just kind of left and i don't like that feeling so for the first eight seven seven episodes levi's tpa's eliminations were kind of meh they were just kind of mediocre i'll admit that the challenges and the characters were fine but yeah oh they were rough around the edges it wasn't until episode eight where he finally took the hint and that was the first time I felt emotion around an elimination. And then nine happened, and then everyone almost died. So, wow. you know. Death is a good way to raise the stakes. That just kind of, that set, the, that set a whole new freaking tone. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, okay, we had, we had a good eight episodes. What's Levi going to give us next? Explosions! Someone's a terrorist on the show. Oh. Okay, Levi. Cool. <laughs> Not hard eliminations. <laughs> the elimination. The elimination. Oh my god! After and, that, there was yeah. no. Oh, there was no holding back. He went all in, from, like almost every. I mean, the cameras in the show doesn't have a reason to be be high in stakes. Yeah, like, we don't even know who who it is. Yeah, each, each elimination just added on to the tension of the show overall. Because not only did he add mystery to like. There were, like, two mysteries going on. Someone stole the Wi-Fi, and someone is basically a terrorist that's still competing for money. So, you had these two mysteries adding on to the tension of who's going to go home, because you have no idea who did either of these. Well, we know who stole the Wi-Fi now, but even then, we still don't know who set off the bomb. We have suspects, but each time someone sent away, that's still someone who didn't do it and that gets on my last nerve in a good way because that means someone who, who's still on the in the game tried to kill everyone but and there's no obvious hint who yeah this is this is one of those things where i'm just in such shock because he's managed uh, to keep it quiet for more than 10 episodes uh, and i'm terrible of vagueness i cannot handle vagueness at all yeah he's um, like it's, it's so. I want to know who did it so bad, and I feel like, he, like and I feel oh, like he was gonna oh, wait. I feel like he was gonna wait until later in the merge to do it. To be well, honest, here is now. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we will never know unless he comes back out of the blue. But where where is he in general? I don't know, man. I don't know. All I know is is that I know there are at least two people who are currently keeping up with the mystery my boyfriend 
and I believe uh, someone, I believe Guildmaster, two of them, the two of them are keeping up with who may be responsible for the bomb. And really, that's the only tether we have to the show right now, because the show hasn't aired anything in two years. Two years? Dang. I remember when it was still aired. The last <laughs> new episode came out this month, two years ago. Ah, that, 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 that makes me feel a bit older. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Let that sink in. His last episode came out two years ago, around this time. It's pretty upsetting. I remember when, like, his hospital episode aired, and I watched it as it aired. Yeah, so, I think Levi's TPA has some of the best eliminations after episode 8, and really showcases what you can do with pre-merge boots, because each elimination felt super important. He didn't have to make them that important, but he did. He did because he cared that much about the characters as we kept going. And I think one of the best eliminations he did was one that was super predictable because it was an episode in reverse. And that's sadly the oh, last yeah. new episode. That was sadly the last new episode we ever saw. But in my opinion, it is his best episode. I said what I said. 23 <laughs> basically did a whole episode in reverse where we were ha where everyone had to recall what was going on it was a neat little episode i have to remember him doing that little tour yeah but so i know that this um who left was important but at the same time we it was predictable <laughs> and what he did instead was tell the story of how they got there in the first place and then of course the episode ends off with everyone potentially getting arrested and we'll never know the ending of that story <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, that's another example of solid pre-merge boots. Um, I just, if you're going to have a pre-merge anything when it comes to eliminations... Impact is important. Yeah, the impact is super important. Like, If, if the audience doesn't care, at least have the characters care. Exactly. Okay. They yeah. don't care, there's an issue you need to fix. And yeah, do, do keep in mind... This will determine if the viewers are going to come back again, because if you... Oh, even the earliest if, episode. People usually start from the beginning. Exactly. No one starts from episode 10. Like, at this point, people are used to the fact that a pilot is not going to have a first elimination, and that's fine. But if your second episode is the one with the first elimination, that's where you should make sure that that first one... Like, you gotta have that hook. Like, I always talk about pilots having that hook, and... The hook is to make sure that they come back for the next one because that next one is where the first person's gonna go and that's so obviously in the second one you gotta have that hook of course have a hook and get it and make it clear that this is where things are gonna go and you know remind people that hey if you like this elimination i think you're gonna like the rest of the season uh-huh and after effects in the second episode afterwards should be felt that way it can help remind the viewers who's gone and help the character no, no the characters care about that exactly if you don't care about your elimination how do you expect the viewers to care about your eliminations i narrative the deciding factor of whether your show still goes <laughs> some points right so like you gotta you yourself the creator the writer the producer of said show need to care about what's going on on screen first and foremost Never mind the viewers. You need to care. Oh, you. I have one more note about payment eliminations. 
try not to have all of them be done by the villain. Like, um, like to the villain's plan. Yeah. This is something I admittedly told Drama has done more in a TPI, I think, but... Ah. Uh, true. Or, uh, most of, if not like 75% of them, are just the villain's doing. That one the game up, well, who's going to eliminate next? It's like, oh, who's the villain going to pick who's going to eliminate next? Yeah. I just feel like if you... It, and if... If you have one sole antagonist and you're dependent on making sure that antagonist determines who goes every week, that also makes things very underwhelming and predictable. I, I got like I don't recommend going about it like that. If your antagonist is the one responsible for every single elimination, I'm just I just lose interest. Cause one, it's no longer a game. It's just yeah. this villain's game. Yeah, because one, you should have more than one antagonist let alone calling them the villain to begin with. And two, it shouldn't be that way. Like It should be like anyone goes kind of game. Right. Anyone would be gone, not just who the villain says. And really, anyone can make the move of taking someone out, and it looks very antagonistic or very shocking. Or and it has unpredictability as well. It and it just seems anyone. morally wrong or something like that. So yeah, pre-merge boots overall just need to be treated with a little more... What's the word I'm tact? looking for? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's the word I'll look for. Tact. And. Flush them out. Yeah. Because also, if your pre merge eliminations are solid and people are on board, then you're definitely going to make sure. You, then you're going to have a lot of people come back for the merge. Of course, at least the expectations and a lot of underwhelming eliminations later in the show, but. Yeah, because if your pre-merge eliminations are underwhelming half of the time, or most of the time, you shouldn't be surprised if people aren't really looking forward to how your merge is going to go. Because if you didn't really showcase greatness in the pre-merge, well, don't be surprised if people have their opinions on the merge. Oh, another thing, another thing, just the eliminations in general. Eliminations that be predictable, maybe have it be a moment, you know? Maybe, like, the predictable character has a moment from another character, like, say goodbye or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Or reveal the giant twist. If you're going to have predictable predictable elimination and you need to have a predictable elimination, have a moment with it. Do what you can to make it a moment, you know? Not just, oh, predictable character's gone. Bye-bye. Yep. That's what I'm trying to do right now, my predictable eliminations. Try to make it have it be a moment with another character. One can only try. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Oh, and don't have it be fast near the end. It's like, Oh, hey, you're out. Okay, go, go on the lap rest. Bye-bye. Yeah, please don't do that. Please, please, God, don't do Have that. a moment, please. Like, that character just... That character just got sent away. They need, like... I'm sure they feel every freaking emotion in the book. Please. Like, can, I can like, say that has, like, a really good at the moment is Harold from Island. Yeah. That was such a good one. I'm mad that... Harold did not. Yeah, that was stuff. It's kind of horrible, but I'm, I'm mad still. that Harold didn't end up with a with Lashana. But we're not gonna get into that. But but that moment itself was really good. One of my favorite eliminations. Oh, yeah. also DJ's from Action. Oh, DJ's elimination hurt. Ah. Uh, oh yeah, that was. Th- Say what oh, you oh will. Oh my god, contestants quitting. Forgot to mention that. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm mad that we didn't even bring that up. 
Yeah. Before we, never before we even it. before we even get to the final bullet point and conclusion, let's just talk about that. Like certain eliminations that feel very half-assed and not needed. Now, I just want to make it clear before we dive into this. Someone quitting is not inherently a bad thing. It's whatever surrounding it that leads to them quitting. Have that be, have that mean something. Have that like, oh yeah, it's going to lead to a plot thing, you know? That, like, there there's go. no other way to get another, or like, there's no other way to get another elimination. Like, like the kids are going to get voted off. They're like, really respected. Like, DJ in action. Yes. Also, how to get a quitting <clears throat> be like from an arc they're having. Like, mm -hmm. DJ from action. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I'm getting a feeling that DJ's elimination from action was actually freaking brilliant. I, I can't put my finger on it. It's one of very good eliminations from that season. From an otherwise mixed bag season, it was one of the best eliminations. Like, that moment was built up through an arc and had a great... Like, it wasn't just... And it made sense, because, like, who's going to vote out DJ? Exactly. He's going to get pogged and make it to the end anyway. So have it be a moment with his character. That gets him out. And I love the build-up, because... It, like, that's one of the best ways to send someone off. And I love the build-up. When someone asks me, why do you only like the first half of action? And I'm like, because the first half had some of the best writing. Not perfect, but it had some of the best writing of that season overall. And one of the reasons I like it was was because of DJ's whole arc. That was that was a moment. I... I, I, I... <clears throat> also, season off made me appreciate non-elimination episodes because as a kid, I'm like, "What? No one's getting gone. This episode sucks." But now I'm like, "Oh, I can't wait to this cast. I want to see more of them. Oh, I want to see them." Make someone, oh, yeah, someone, someone, someone finally understands. Non-elimination episodes work, and they're fine. I can understand if there's too many of them, but for action, you kind of needed I, I to have a lot like of them. I kind of like the comfortability of the cast, though. Like the whole bunch. It's kind of like a sitcom cast, you know? Where you, yeah. you, you like seeing them around. You know, it's funny because they did the 16 gag in episode 16. In episode... They did it in episode 16, funny enough. Ah, uh -huh. that, that had to be a purpose. I'm I'm sure it was, but that that's a good point because I like... One of the things I like is how they... we Like, I really cared about everyone. Yes, even the second half, where... Everyone just felt like family, and it's like whenever someone left, and like, that makes the elimination oh. funnier or sadder in a kind of way. Well, even the ones that suck. Yeah, even the ones that sucked. Though seeing Owen leave the second time was beautiful. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Yes, gone. <laughs> Goodbye. I we didn't like. What's the point of having a spy who's been spied? <laughs> 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 Say what you will about action, ladies and gentlemen, but it had some of the best dialogue. Okay. Also, another thing. You know, I said like a moment can make an elimination. Lindsay, mm -hmm. Lindsay's elimination. I like the moment afterwards with Beth. That kind of saved the elimination for me from being complete garbage. The um, fire. Couldn't agree more. I like. I see people putting it in their top five. I could not because of that moment. Cause I count the whole thing. Yeah. It, yeah. So when. Yeah, that's another thing. Um, if a character's stupid enough where they accidentally vote for themselves, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Um, unless you find a way to execute it well, that's um, please don't do that. Please just, or just don't. Or if a synthetic do that. is Dave, vote for himself that way. 
Yeah, if your character's voting for themselves actively and because they want to, they don't want to be around anymore. Okay, I can get behind that because they hate themselves or whatever mm-hmm. reason. Whatever be, reason they be. like Dave. <laughs> we don't speak of Dave. Ugh, unless it's the Seville kind. We we don't speak of. I can't believe I'm saying this, but simping Dave. We don't speak oh, of Dave. Hey, oh, I don't think Lindsay's from All Stars. That was kind of dumb. We're running for himself there. Man, that one felt so underwhelming. Oh, you're not seeing stuff. All Stars. Don't speak of those eliminations. But yeah, quit when when a character quits. Have it um, like have like that. That one was so vague where she quit or not. You know, it could have been she's just so don't she vote for herself again or. <laughs> You know, she could have quit. Don't make it vague. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind the idea of it, of someone quitting, but at the same time, like, it's gotta mean something, guys. It's gotta mean something at the end of the day. Because if they're just quitting for the sake of quitting, it's a cop out, in my opinion. Yeah. That's just how but, it is. And another oh, thing. Oh, and another one. Elimination via injury. I was about to say that. Medivac. <laughs> I was about to say that. Medivac. Because um, if the Medivac does not have any purpose or it just kind of happens, all right, I guess. Not interested, but I guess. Okay, but like, here's my thing, though. I prefer character being eliminated by injury via, than via stupid. My, my point is that Cody versus Cameron in All-Stars. Ah, Okay. Cause like, Cody should have been eliminated by injury in that episode. I will stand by that. He should have been eliminated by injury. Because otherwise, characters are stupid. Because <laughs> Heather was called out in that episode and had a perfect time to get eliminated. But no, Cody's injured and can't, not that good yeah. a challenge anymore. I, so just, dumb. I just realized that he got injured to hell and back and s- they but still Cameron, went to a bonfire. Cameron kind of did it right. Cameron's yeah. an all-star. I've uh, never used all-star as a comparison point to something right, but that's the one. <laughs> and if you want a TPI example, um, I'm referring you to Abandon's first merge boot, where at that point... Oh, this one... Okay, this was a double whammy, because it had a medivac and a quit element in the same freaking episode, and it was all done poorly. Mm. So, you already, you've seen Abandon, so I'm just yeah, going to say... Yep, I, I've so, seen it Curly got injured midway through the challenge, and it looked like she could still be in the game, uh, as shown. But then, through ominous moments, without seeing who the contestant is speaking to Bishop, we learn that someone wants to quit. And he builds it up to this pointless elimination sequence, (laughs) where she announces that she's quitting, and I'm like, no one else wanted to quit anyway! What was the point? Like, you already made it clear that she was going to stay in the game because of injury, so now adding insult to injury, pun intended, she quits. Because of the injury. There's an easy way around this. It's like, uh, like, you made it more complicated than it needed to be. Just send her away. You could have had the emotional moment. Kind of like Cody's, but less stupid. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like I set up I set up a a scenario in for episode twenty one where you have Curly a quit, 
And what had happened later on is all the stuff that happens, you know, before the original elimination within the episode happens after the fact to bring impact to everything that's happening. This is something that I felt could have been done better. Like, or the order in which things happen is where things needed to make more sense. And that's kind of why episode 21 dropped the ball, in my opinion. Ah. It's like, Curlia leaving because of injury is fine because she... She's one of the few returnees I actually really enjoyed because she actually got development. The problem is the order in which things happened. <laughs> That's the problem. Never mind if she if she was going to get eliminated or not. It's how she got eliminated. That's mm-hmm. the point. And finally, on our subject of everything, before we head off... I want to discuss the final... I want to conclude things by discussing as my final thoughts on how an elimination should be seen by as a spectacle. I've been saying this since the days of reviewing Levi's TPA on DeviantArt. Your elimination... I I, I remember you saying today we reviewed TPAs. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. I basically went into how your elimination should be like the final spectacle of the episode filled with tension a lot of anxiety over who's at who's risk who's at risk of leaving like you like even if there's supposed to be funny elements in it you gotta really bring on a reason as to why we're here watching this elimination it's the final moment it should be taken it should be taken as oh it's the last moment you have the window to like like slap my hands on a keyboard and just have it at the episode end Exactly. No. It's the it's final moment. Like the challenge, the pre pre-elimination, the pre-challenge. Taking it seriously, it's all of those. Exactly. It's not it's, the conclusion. It's not the conclusion part of an essay. It's not that. It's the freaking elimination. Right. And I understand people want to make sure that things important, and they want to, you know, get it over with and move on. But it's like at the same time, guys, you gotta make sure that. Like, setting-wise and tension-wise, everything's good. Like, your elimination could be one of the most boring things out there, but you could have one of the best settings, and it would still pay off because you decided to bring on the tension and drama and your setting, and the way you do the elimination played out well. Like, you could have the most solid execution, but the elimination could still be meaningless. It's happened. For Like, if you're going to have an elimination, have a setup. Like, don't just have them in the grassy fields sitting and just getting an orange berry. Do more. Give us a little more of something. Like, make it make it symbolic in ways. A moment afterwards, something like that, or like, or like have like what kind of Levi does have like you know uh, confessionals here and there in between. Yeah, abandon does that too. Um... Even with um, them getting on the bus and talking after the fact, that's a good addition. Even with the eliminations I don't like. I like that. You can save an elimination for what happens afterwards. There has been elimination that suck that were saved by the moment afterwards. Right. You can still salvage the meh elimination by, you know, just the elements from within. That's what I, I want. And that's what I want people to take away from this. 
I only put down priority to, to like, twists. I put moments and priority to kind of more of a character person, you know? I see characters react to it, not just the whole twist itself be the thing. Mm-hmm. You can't, like, make a location just good because, uh, oh, it's a twist. You thought this character was going to be this character. Right. And that does bring up one final thing I want to make clear. Um, idols. I'm kind of surprised we waited to the last minute to bring this up, but I'm going to say it here. Idols. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't have a problem with idols. I have a problem with how they're used at times. And I just want to make it clear. If you're going to use them, then use them. But please, use them in moderation. Don't overdo it. And don't make it seem like it's just for plot armor's sake, because it already feels as such when a character has it. So make it... So execute it in a in a way that doesn't feel like that. Also, Otherwise, hear, it's just gonna feel that way. I, I hear part about the idol things. It's like the whole like, hey, we only use idol, and then like a whole silence comes in. I like that kind of like error of mystery. Of who's gonna use it? Because even if you know someone has it, I just don't like the execution of like, oh, I use it. Oh, this character's gone now. Right. Like, bring, like you can add some suspense to that. It doesn't just have to be, hey, I have the idol. Oh, hey, you're gone. I, I, here's, my, here's my win token. <laughs> I was like, here, here's my idol. Um, I, I choose, I choose, I choose Stephanie to leave. Okay, bye. Like, uh, no, oh, please oh, no. The code of second elimination. <laughs> Word I idol was wasted. I will knock it over that. Oh my god. If you, it should, I, have been, should have been used in Mike's elimination. Would have made more sense. I despise when an idol is wasted. Like. Use it. Use it. You introduced it. You pu- you gave us a Chekhov's gun and basically didn't do anything with it. That's oh, not know. okay. Oh my god. I wrote, they could have salvaged Max Elimination, but at least doing that. Ah. Oh. Like, if you're gonna use it, then use it. Do not introduce something to us and then Wait. basically and then basically cuck us out of ever seeing it. That's not okay. <laughs> That's not okay. Uh, Never do that, ladies and gentlemen. If you're going to use something for the sake of an elimination and introduce it, if you're going to even take the time to introduce it, especially in your first episode, please use it. I don't know how you're going to use it. That's up to you and your writing. But please find a way to use it. Okay? It, like, it, needs, some for- it needs some form of payoff. Right. And... That's that, that's why it took me a while to use my own idol, because I wanted it to pay off. It needed to pay off, because I didn't just introduce it for nothing. Oh my god, I didn't something. Total drama with all their idols. All their idol eliminations. Both of them sucked. <laughs> and it's... that's unfortunate. And that makes me happy that they didn't use the... They didn't do the whole idol thing in the first season... That would have been a whole ass cop out. Oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm glad TBIs are using them correctly and not the professional soldiers fired by. I mean, for the most part, they're using them correctly. I think yeah, the show. That yeah, I think. Well, nothing against abandoned, but I think the idols used in that were um, kind of plot armor esque. Yes. Especially the one that Lucario just conveniently had because now he needs to be the most powerful thing in the competition. I'm like, bitch, where did you get this from and why are you suddenly the strongest thing around here? What the hell? Okay, 
I, I remember the episodes I have watched from Island Strikes Back. There was a limited, was a immunity idol placed in or an episode that I don't think has been used yet for why I've watched it. <laughs> it up, uh, the idols are actually well used in Island Strikes Back for the <laughs> most part. I like this setup of them so far. I just like it's like they just find them, you know. Is that that was a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And the way they're used is also pretty good. So you're definitely in for a surprise with those. Mm-hmm. That's I, I will. Uh, that's all I'll say. I won't say when they're used since you're only at episode ten. But uh, good stuff. It's good stuff. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. And yeah, overall, to bring this all to a close, I advise anyone who managed to watch this entire thing to just <laughs> to just. Make sure your eliminations are important. Be it pre-merge or merge. Anything that I said about the pre-merge, you could basically say for the same for, for merge. Because your pre-merge should be important, but your merge should be just as important, if not stronger, because it is the merge. And overall, just make sure that when you're doing your eliminations, regardless of where it is, that you care about it. Care about what you do and care about what you put on screen. Right at the end. Exactly. Put in the effort and it will pay off. I know it's it's very easy to rush stuff at the end because, like, it's a whole script. You just want to get it done and over with. So, like, boop, 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 end. But, like, that's easy. You're doing, like, school essays. But, like, try to teach it a little more respect. Yeah, it's like... I understand that we do this for a hobby, folks, but at the same time, you know... People watch this? <laughs> you, you, gotta, you gotta care. You got to care. Yeah, the audience wants to care. Right. If you're watching through it, and I advise everyone to please watch through their shows before they upload them, and you find out that you... And you find yourself feeling kind of mixed about the elimination, maybe that's a sign you should do something different with it. I now have that kind of, like, thing of mine. Like, I don't like this. Who doesn't like this? I'm going to try my best to fix it. That's a new thing I'm trying to do with my life now. There's been yeah. many things in my life. Yeah, it's like... If Instead of, eh, I'll figure, eh, eh, it's probably, probably won't matter. No one will notice. Yeah, so, I think at the end of the day, folks, if you find something wrong with the elimination, do something about it. And if at the end of the day you still like the elimination and you think people might not like it, then that's probably a sign you should go forth with it. But but remember, if you you have to like it, if you well, like it at the end know. of the yeah, if you like it at the end of the day, that's fine. That's perfect. That's maybe it's freaking a sign amazing. No one like it, as it's opposed like, to you don't like it, so it's fine. Maybe no one will like it. Yeah, it's like stand by your episode, obviously. But if you feel you could fix something, do so. Just don't try to perfect it, because no elimination will ever be perfect. And don't, like, bust your ass off trying to make it perfect. Just make it as good as you think it would be. Like, oh, I like this. This is good. I, I, I would like to see this in a TPI that I would, like, go watch. Exactly. Go just... what you want to see in a TPI, and that goes with the elimination. Precisely. Just do what you think is best, because If you're more your fan of twist eliminations, do that. If you're more fan of moment eliminations, do that. If you're a fan of double elimination for some reason, do them. If you're a fan of people quitting halfway through the competition sure or early whatever whatever floats your boat then fine sure 
cool. Awesome. Try best to make it the best it can be. Exactly. And yeah, I think one of the best things I've seen this year in terms of eliminations and TPIs is that we've managed to f- find our own in terms of sending people away and just executing eliminations in general. I think we've been doing a pretty good job this year so far. Granted, there's still a lot of pilots to come out, and they are, and we still have to see their second episodes to determine their first eliminations. But I think what we've seen so far in terms of TPIs overall this year, I think eliminations have been solid. Especially the whole waiting second episode thing. That's been good. Yeah, so... Good job with that pilot. So, at the end of the day, folks, just make sure you care. And... We will care back. We will care back. And overall, enjoy what you're doing. Please. Okay? Enjoy what you're doing with who you send away. Don't stress about elimination too much. Just try to make it the best it can be. Yeah, that's another thing. Don't stress. Please. Like, your expectations are are on the line. Don't stress about it too much. If you want this character gone, make them gone the best way you can be. Doesn't matter what people... Every character will have its fan go, No, I want them back. Just, if you don't want them in the show anymore, get them out. Yeah, and just make sure you care about it. And if people are angry about it, okay. Cool, that sounds like any kind of death or elimination. It's yeah. a thing of being gone. People want if, more. Yes, and they'll probably come back for more despite being angry. I know a lot of people who are angry about Episode 8's elimination of AXE who are still salty, but came back for Episode 9 onward. They'll get over it. <laughs> they'll eventually get over it. And to those that don't, get over it yeah, well there's, there's why really, worry about them there's really nothing you can do at that point so don't don't don't, don't bother worrying about them. basically don't worry about them too much it ain't worth it they won't be arguing you want anyway <laughs> yeah and yeah that's all i'm gonna say on eliminations how to execute them same here so, <laughs> i hope that everything that was said in this probably lengthy and probably the longest TPI talk episode to date helped any of you out there. (laughs) I mean, I'll take it. I'll take it. The longest episode was the Island Strikes Back episode, so this basically... Yeah, clearly we had a lot to say. So I hope anything that was said in this episode was fulfilling, and the one thing you take away from all of it is well, that you should care about the elimination. So I'm hoping that everything that was said here did you some favors and helps you plot your eliminations a little better as you go. Because I know there are plenty of you out there who are probably in the midst of working on their second episode after dropping their pilot and are probably wondering how to get that first elimination. I've right. dropping pilot part, but we'll probably be out by the time this episode releases. So dating it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're dating episodes now. 10 oh, out of 10. Again, you did say the future episodes of Island Strikes Back will probably have good eliminations, so... Fair enough. That could date as well. Fair enough. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for watching, guys, and this has been Bye-bye. the discussion on eliminations. Thank uh, you, Elota, for joining me in this lovely discussion. And thank you Maybe for he'll... my name right. <laughs> and perhaps he'll come back for another episode. I don't know. Oh yeah, and this is probably the last episode for a while, according to him. No, there's still one more, right? That no episode eight is the, the last one. Yeah, this is the penultimate episode. So, so we'll see. 
Good thing that only knows. Know. We don't, we don't yeah. long, God right? only knows when TPI talk will actually come back. But um, we'll oh. f- we'll discuss that in the finale. But for now, we'll see uh, you thank y'all. Yeah, thanks for watching. It's now time for the TPI question of the week. Every week at the end of each episode, I ask you all a question, and you respond in the comments down below, be it on YouTube in the comments, CastBox in the comments, or on Twitter with the hashtag TPITalk, and tagging me at ESProductions55. That's ESProductions55. Those who respond to the question have a chance to hear their response read aloud, and discussed by yours truly at the start of next episode. So this week's TPI question is the following. What are your thoughts on eliminations? What's your favorite kind of elimination in a TPI? Examples being blindsides, medivacs, idle use, etc. Share your thoughts, and here's hoping you'll hear your response next week. Looks like we've reached the end of this week's episode. Thanks so much for watching. Tune in next Monday at noon for the grand finale of TPI Talk Season 1. I'm Telly, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace out.